maybe we'll see how this goes do it on like microsoft word with like remember the word art and like it would be like maybe or something you there you go. that's that our intro i just it. i just hit record so your wavy thing that's our intro. <laughs> hey. so this is a uh, i guess we're going to call this a pilot episode for the deke snipe Sally dsc podcast uh, we've got kylie murren uh, chad newman and myself ryan gates um so this is just something we want to do for fun and hopefully if it's good or at least reasonable we'll throw it out there to the world to critique um <laughs> don't be too but hard. uh we're all based in newfoundland that's the uh that's the cutesy part of this so uh we're all east coasters and uh and diehard leafs fans at that we'll try to offer somewhat unbiased opinion on the leafs but you know if you're tuning in uh, you're going to get what you get <laughs> so we're homers uh we'll do our best but at the end of the day uh that's where our loyalties lie so first it is thing what we'll, it, is. it is what it is so first thing we'll talk about guys i guess is the is the first game uh game number one leafs habs um first impressions kylie what do you think uh, from from a standpoint just just looking at the team as a whole i mean we don't put too much weight on individual performances or, or, or no. team systems game one but what, what do you think of the new lineup coming out of uh, training camp uh well first off the bat i mean the first period was sloppy, but I just kept telling myself it's the first game, new faces, you know, whole new everything pretty much keeps first full season. Why not? But I was impressed. I was like, I was the biggest thing for, I'm sure as we all know, is Leafs being down, like first goal being scored against them and then being down pretty much the entire game. To overcome that, like our old Leafs, I'll say, would probably never <laughs> have done that. They probably just would have been like, oh, shit, game's over. Let's just muck it through. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty proud that they overcame it and came back. Yeah. Got to say, I was happy, especially going to work today with a Habs fan, employee, uh, co-worker. So. <laughs> so, what are you, bud? What are you thinking on the, on the first impressions on last night's game? Yeah, it took him a little bit to get uh, things going. Keith changed it up a bit. Um, I think after the Simmons fight, kind of changed the game around, sparked him up, and mm. that seems to be the big, biggest thing that they have uh, trouble doing is keeping the pedal down, especially when they feel a bit of pressure back on them. They uh, they kind of fold a little bit and scramble around, and uh, it seems like that one just kind of kicked them in the ass and got them back in, back in line, and uh, just four unanswered goals. We're used to seeing that in the other way, so it was nice to see it our way yeah. for once. Yeah, yeah no, fair enough. That's kind of where I was sitting with it as well. I was kind of sitting back, like Kylie said, watching the game. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is nothing new. New faces, same yeah. story, right? When the Habs score, I was ready to turn it off. Oh yeah, like, first uh, period. And, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I can watch it. Like, I can't do it. Well, we're absolutely we're damaged fans. I mean, that's that's the way it is. But oh, it was really man. nice to see them, you know, get that extra, get that goal back and tie it up. And then 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 they scored again. I was like, oh, Josh Anderson. Of course, it had to be Josh Anderson. Oh, right. right. I mean, who who else would it be? I mean, I was I was expecting because I, I was watching the games with a, with a with a Blues fan last night, so he was kind of impartial. And I was like explaining to him that there's absolutely no way Josh Anderson doesn't get a hat trick in this game. It's just no I way. I said the same thing. I was it's expecting. Impossible. I was like, just watch. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> Le- Le- Leafs losing overtime. Josh Anderson with game winner and a hat trick. That would be the, the, oh, the stereotypical damage Leafs fan outcome, right? Yeah. But again, it it it, it did seem like the fight. Stem, turn the tide a bit. I think there was a lot of emphasis put on that that maybe is not 100% the case, but I will say it's the first time I've been watching a Leafs game and seeing Simmons' reaction after the fight, motion to the bench saying, you know, let's go. Yes. You know, it's the first yes. time I've seen a player with 
that kind of emotion or heart in the game since yeah. dare I say Nazem Kadri. Yeah. I yeah, I said it to my boyfriend. I was like, that's all I want is the emotion. Just something. Like just act like you care. Like that's I think that's my biggest thing from last year. It was just like, why are you even playing? Because I felt like time after time when they would lose, it was just like they didn't care or at least that's how it felt watching it from my standpoint anyway so at least it was nice last night to see Simmons come in and get the bench going and I guess that like five on three I found too really like helped push the pedal but yeah that fight definitely helped yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so Chad just curious now what your take is on the on the uh, revamp defense I mean it's you're, you're talking about basically half the defense changed out what are, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's hard to say anything on systems, obviously, game one game in. Yeah. I mean, what are you thinking on, on the overall appearance? Um, you know what? I thought Dermot had a pretty solid game. Uh, probably wasn't sure what to expect out of him coming out, but uh, the fact that he got put in over Letton and who I'm really, uh, that's who I'm waiting to see. I want to see how he does. And uh, TJ Brody looked pretty good there last night. Like a couple of things were out of place, but not too, too bad. Um, yeah, it looks good. I'm pretty confident in it. Just uh, I keep on looking at Justin Hall and how he fits. I'm not sure, but the price tag's right. Yeah, I think everyone's of the same mindset. I'm, well, I mean, he signs that contract pre-COVID. He doesn't get half of that. He's no, that's, that. A, that's a pretty weak complaint in my part. Like, I like the guy. I like him there. It's just if I'm looking at a weakness and trying to really find one, that's, uh, that's where I sat last night. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I was looking at it as well. I was like, Justin Hall had a fairly unnoticeable game. And just like in the Jake Gardner days, an unnoticeable game from a guy like Hall is exactly what you want. He went out, he ran a shift, he killed penalties, and got off the ice. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. I thought it was I thought it was a, a good defensive effort all around. Like I, I was I was having a chat earlier just about this actually. I watched the Leafs game and I oftentimes when I'm watching a game like last night, I try not to get ahead of myself and thinking things like, oh, they could have done this better, that better. I try to, you know temper expectations and that is game one they haven't had even a preseason game really so but i always find i walk away from the games maybe sometimes wanting a little more but then i tune in and watch the late game the oilers in vancouver and oh my they did i thought our defense was kind of iffy last night and until i watched the oilers and i was like wow wow yeah that was that was bad that was yeah. Yeah, cleft bomb. Yeah, bomb not being there is a huge loss. Oh, it is though. Massive loss. Massive. But, but even that, the team, the, just the team defense is like, it's as bad as anything. I've, I've been watching bad defense for a long time. Like, rest of you guys, it's as bad as anything I've ever seen. It was just That's atrocious right. guys walking in, splitting defense at the blue line and walking in. These standing up behind the defense and waiting for the pass. I, I was just like, yeah. It, they were just stood up like pylons for most of it, right? It, it was, like it was just. They don't have a goaltender to bail you out either. They got no, like no. Mediocre goaltenders at best. Yeah, I eat already. Like I, little... I, I kind of had my picks for the, for each division lined up a couple of days ago. I was saying, oh, this team, that team, this team, that team. But even after last night, I can see where I think my opinions are going to change awfully quick on a couple of couple of teams in the in the north in particular. I can't wait to see what Calgary does this year. I think Calgary is going to be a, a force, but. We shall Vancouver see. Vancouver too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a back last game. We're getting sidetracked big time. Back yeah. last night's game. Jumbo Joe. First line. Oh yeah. What, what do we think? I mean, he never really missed too many shifts from what I gather. I mean, I was watching, I was trying to take account of it, but I, I think I picked two shifts where Hyman doubled back and picked up a, a shift. Yeah. 
I was trying to notice too. He honestly didn't stand out too much to me, but he didn't not stand out if that makes sense. So not too much that he was like dragging the guys down or anything, but I'd have to give it another few games before I can make like a fair decision. I would think, you know, it was pretty quiet. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I'm just going to pull up I'm out of curiosity and I want to look at his time on ice. I never actually looked at the stat beforehand. Yeah, me curious to know too. Pull it up. Thornton, 1730, 17 and a half. Oh, months. wow. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. So it's just pretty much the the penalty kill power. No, he's probably, is he on P, uh, PP1 or PP2 or, or any of them? Or, yeah, no, he's, he's on, not, is he? He's on one no, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to like they're always changing it, and then like they had letting in on PP2, and now he's not even on the roster. <laughs> yeah, no. no I'm in, excited to see him though. I really am. In comparison, though, Matthews plugged 25 minutes. Same body weekend. Wow. Yeah. So Matthews Mariner. He's a horse man. They 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 they're they're, they're going to ride those guys do or die. Oh Mariner yeah. Was just shy of uh, 25 minutes, 24:47. So. Uh, Joel put up the same amount of minutes as a second line player. Uh, Tavares oh. and Nylander were at 18 minutes and 19.30 apiece. So for Joel to, to, to pop in 17 and a half we'll minutes, is, yeah. I mean, you can't knock that, right? Uh, I'm assuming Hyman's numbers time was up. Eh, not really. 18.14. So keeping in mind still, Hyman field penalties as well. So. I but, still uh, wish uh, I wish they'd put Hyman back up there, though, honestly. Now that they got Matthews and Marner back together, I'd like to see Hyman up there with them. But, I mean... I'm the reason why Keith is behind the bench and I'm not. So. Well, absolutely. That's why we have a podcast for nobody. Uh, exactly. The way I look at the lineup, because I was kind of the same way first. Year, I was like, ah, that line works. Why, why mess with it? And I was thinking, obviously, depth scoring has been the issue. Like the third and fourth lines last year yeah. did virtually, virtually nothing. So Keith must be looking at this in the sense that the Matthews-Mariner combo is going to get it done regardless of who's with them. And they will. Last night they didn't. Yeah, not for lack of skill or opportunity, they just didn't go into well, back. Oftentimes, they cancel out like best line versus best line. Exactly, it's going to cancel yep. out. Bottom really six again. That's big. like that's what happened versus Columbus. I feel honestly. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. So now you move yes. Hyman to the third they line. Out in the bottom six, didn't it? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Hyman to the third line now, and you've got the uh, Hyman McKay of Kerfoot. To me, Which is a, a strong third line threat than than 100%. Kerfoot of to me. And like Ingval or something, right? Like, yeah, McKayev is dangerous. He's going to be oh, tough he... I think, this year, too. I find I he, can't McKayev wait. pops out of nowhere and he's fast. He's out. Yeah. No, that's, he's that's how... so good on a puck, too, I find. Like, he just pushes guys out of the way. and just Like, kind of like Willie. Like, I don't know. He's he's just special to watch. I love it. Mm. And how about the, the, the Nylander showing last night? I mean, right at the gate. My best player on the ice all night. Oh, and and noticeably better than than most. Like his his puck control was right there, same as always, doing his always. thing. But I mean, he was just so like when he had to puck. Every time he had to puck, you're looking at him. You're like that that guy's a threat. He's a threat right now at this exact. Doesn't matter where he was on the ice. He was. It's like something could happen. And I mean, when he's skating with a guy like like Tavares, I mean, uh, I I just can't understand the fans out there who are still of the trade Neil and trade him. I don't camp. You know, like what all you, of your mind. All I've been saying since all the big si- um, signings happened that he is 
the best valuable player. Like he's the most valuable contract of, of all of them. Oh. Like regardless, if you look at the whole stalemate that went on, I mean, technically that happened with Murner too. And everybody forgot about that, but yet they're still shit. Not Willie. Like get over yeah. it. <laughs> like yeah. He's not yeah. going anywhere. Oh, but nope. pound for pound. He's one of the best contracts in the league right now. hundred percent. He's wicked. And if you can say otherwise, say. then you're just, you, you're blind or you're just, you know, being stubborn just because. Yeah, absolutely. Let's bring this, opinion, I guess, to, to our next little little topic. Uh, let's talk about the divisions and separation. Who got better? Who got worse? Where we think people are going to lie at the at, at the start of the playoffs. So, what I'd like to get from you guys, we'll do it division by division. We'll go around together, um, okay. give our take on each division. We'll start in the north. Um, north easy for us. We're we're all very familiar with that. It gets a little dodgy for me at west because I. So much as I, Same, I gotta look uh, them up because I oh, like I don't even know them. So me too. I, I actually have to have to pull up the, the visual as well because I, I literally can't remember uh, who's in what division. It's, it's no, too, me yeah. either. I switched but, back to my leaps case though. So. After this summer, I was like, I just need a break. I got on Amazon, ordered a new phone case. I was like, oh. <laughs> So what do you think, Chad? Top two, right. top two in the north, bottom two in the north. No, this is not. I got a funny feeling the consensus bottom is going to be. Here. Yeah. Actually, I'm looking at the, uh, the wrong one there. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. No, oh. I'm still wrong. There we go. There's my divisions. So, Canadian division, obviously, Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and the there Bay. There we go. Gotcha. Um, I'm biased to uh, Toronto. Obviously, they got a real strong team. This, you know, every year that comes up, it's always like maybe one more year could do it. Maybe one year can do it. And with the veteran presence, like you got three hungry guys, like Spezza and Simmons and Thornton. This is pretty much those guys' last chance at a cup, and they're not going to go away quietly. So uh, that might be like the, the last thing they need, hopefully, to get uh, that push towards the end. Um, I'm not counting out these senators. You don't know what's coming out of them this year. I mean, they got a lot of good players, and they just did like an instant rebuild. And it's, uh, I think, a fan they support. They got Tim Stutzel. Obviously, right now, it's, it's not a big thing. Yeah, they got Stutzel, Brady to Chuck mm-hmm. and Beast. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. And they got a goaltender in Murray, so. Mm-hmm. Vancouver, maybe. There you go. I can't see it. What do you Calgary, think about Winnipeg? Winnipeg's, Winnipeg's always a force. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's a total toss-up, honestly. Like, you can you can say that the top three are probably going to be, you know, the Leafs, Vancouver, Calgary. I think or, Calgary, Calgary, I really think, is going to be one or two in the division. That's where I'm kind of sitting with it. I really think I, that the, I, the additions they a made. A lot of the um, – a lot of the like sports analysts and those guys had um, Edmonton, which is like, I don't know. I mean, I know they have, obviously they have McDavid and they have news and they have, you know, but it's just like, they have no goaltending and they have no defense. So that was us two years ago or well, us last year, really. Us now. (laughs) Us Us next month, really. (laughs) I, uh, I, I really don't have Edmonton in the top two. Do I think they'll make a playoffs? Top four? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, 
Um, mm -hmm, me too. If, if I had to choose another team to squeak in after watching the Habs last night, could they? Yeah. 100%. I mean, they They're got a solid team. definitely contenders. And I mean, seeing what they did this summer, like putting uh, Crosby out, like that was, I mean, you could have bet money on that. And like, that wasn't going to happen. And they just, with Carey Price and Nett, anything's possible, I guess. Anything's possible, and they got they got some good young talent. No, I'm not always struck on good young talent as a as a as a, a, a fail safe because I've watched it kind of fail for years now. Yeah. But I mean, you look at Suzuki. You look at uh, what's the other kid's name? Oh, um, Romanov. The new guy. Yeah, Romanov. Oh, Romanov. Yeah. Romanov. Yeah. Yeah. Great last night. Yeah. yeah. He had like 22, 23 minutes or something last night. First first NHL game, like right at the gate. He said loss. Yeah. Oh, they, they made a good point. It's not his first pro game. It's his first NHL True. game. True. So, yeah, yeah. I think you're going to find yeah. something where Letton, Letton's going to step in. He's not going to look like that that rookie defenseman. He's 26. No, and that's why that's why I'm kind of confused as to why they're not putting him in. I'm thinking they're probably going to put him in tomorrow night or at least Saturday against the Sens. Like they have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would hope so. Give somebody a break, Bogosian maybe. Uh, he was the only guy who stood out to me last night. I was kind of iffy uh, with taking, uh, and only for taking the penalties. You know, uh, had he not taken those couple penalties, he would have had a real solid game himself. So true. I think he with, didn't really with Bogosian, stand out too much. He plays a mean game. You got you're going to have to expect him to land in the box quite a bit, and I think we're going to have to be okay with that to a point. Uh, and like I said, if he yeah. if he clears the front of the net, I don't care what he does. I'm I, I, too many years of people plugging up that crease yeah. area. So if he takes a couple here, I'm trying to tell myself that it's okay. I don't want him to take three or four, three or four a game, but if he takes a penalty a game here and there, uh, just hopefully gives up that clutching and grabbing stuff. He was, he was big on that last night, grabbing jerseys, seen it three or four times. Yeah, that's, that was, I mean, that wasn't even like a smart penalty, you know, like that was just her stupid. And that's what, that's the penalties where you're like, why? Yeah. There's absolutely no need of that. Right. That's the ones where we're like, God damn, Jake Gardner's back. No like, that's what it feels like. Yeah, 100%. So, Carly, who's your top two teams yeah, now? I think ex no exhibition is uh, definitely getting to this. Yeah, that's true, Chad. That's true. Um, top two? Well, I mean, like I said, it's going to be biased, I guess. Like, I, is I don't it, think it's what biased I think? to say Toronto. I mean, a lot of people who Well, I mean, a lot of people do. Like, I, before we got on here, I was just on reading as much as I could, just different websites and different analysts and different people's opinions essentially and even ESPN which we know doesn't even know hockey and some of those guys have Toronto so it's just yeah. like there's got to be something you know it's not just bias <laughs> but okay well if I'm going to say top two I will say Toronto and I'll probably go with Calgary okay that's kind of where top two and then too. my bottom two I'm going to have to go with Ottawa and Winnipeg. Yeah. And it's a total crapshoot. Bottom two in the north is like like I think that after those one or two top tier teams, and they're only top tier by a margin, I think yeah. the, the rest kind of fall in line. I think everyone expects Ottawa to finish low because they're basically a new team and an experienced but, team. But again, I don't never. count them out. Yeah. No, I'm I'm of the same mindset. I actually had the same picks as you. I would have said uh, I would have said uh, either Vancouver or Winnipeg. But then after the the showing Vancouver had last night, mm. I was Pretty impressed. I mean, they got and Pedersen and they got Hughes. They got like they got a good little team. Like no no real difference than like Leafs. Like yes, we got a few vets and stuff now, but I mean, they lost their goalie. That's the one that was kind of throwing me. Yeah. right? Uh, losing True. their goalie, I think, was tough. Um, and they lost Chris Tanev. 
I thought I think that's a big knock to the defense. But all in all, they looked good last night. Um, this this Niels Hoglander kid, he he had a great first game, scored a goal. He looked mm-hmm. steady. I thought I thought they looked great. So it's again hard to say. I, I I think the Jets are, are missing uh, Brian Little this year, if I'm not mistaken, at least for a little while. I yeah. Don't know the story there, I can't remember, but I do remember seeing he was out uh, for an extended period. Um, but in any case, that's where I had that uh, sitting. Uh, let's move on to what I think is going to be the harder of the divisions to predict, being the East. Uh, we're talking about Boston, yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo, Jersey, Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals. There's right off the bat, I think Tampa, for sure. Well, Tampa's not in the East. Yeah, they're not even in the East. They're in, um, they're in, the they're in Central for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's so weird. But I got got on my up start up Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, the chart I'm looking, I got them both together. I know I couldn't find it other chat. I just had to keep googling, but um, it's in our chat. So I'll start off with the East. I'll give you my take on the East. Um, I'm at first glance when I'm looking at the East, the 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 icon that jumps off the screen at me all the time, and I don't know why, is the Rangers. I, I look at the Rangers and I say, there's there's more going on there. They had a good season last year. I thought they, they played well. Um, with Lafreniere coming into the system, uh, okay. I am with a Panarin. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I just look at them like, gosh, that's a good team. Uh, can they make the jump? I don't know. Um, I'll never bet against Pittsburgh. I just don't. When it comes to I know. picking the top the teams, I'm going to say there. Pittsburgh, no matter what. As long as they get a healthy seed, I, I'll always say Pittsburgh is a top two team. Um, but you almost got to for me, I, I always lean towards the Capitals too. You know, when you're when you're talking about star power, mm-hmm. job job to match pound for pound with with the Capitals if they're healthy. So my two picks. Philly got two. a good team too. Philly got a great team. Rangers got a good team. Islanders, I don't know how that they got a great team. Yeah. Uh, Jersey, it's going to be a hard be division. I had a message oddly enough today. Yeah, the Rangers also. Good. You want some juicy juicy gossip? I had a message from a What's guy that? today. He's in New Jersey, a guy I just got a contact with through through doing some blog writing, and he told me he's heard that Jersey's made a huge pitch to pry uh, Dubois out of Columbus. Wow! And the, he's he's been known he's been saying that he wants to trade, doesn't he? Well, Tortorella put flames at that yesterday and said, "I don't even know how, how I want to coach this kid if he doesn't want to be here." Uh, we'll see how that. Really works. though, I can see yeah. straight up like Torts just telling him to get out if he doesn't want to be here. White hair. Yeah. Right. You know, so they're they're probably going to push to get rid of him. I'd say definitely before the trade deadline. So that would be a real interesting deal to bring a guy like. Play for Tortorella. Yeah. Well, that wants to play for Tortorella. Um, right. But I but wonder yeah. who they're offering. Like, who are they trying to trade? I wonder. I'll or are they just trading like picks or something? Give me two seconds, and I'll tell you what I was. Oh, talking. you did. You got the. Oh, you even oh. you got better deep. Just, I got the details of the rumor. And rumors are like rumors are, but I, I was looking, I was like, mm-hmm. of all the teams in the league who could take the guy and pay him, Jersey got the money. Yep. Of all Definitely. the teams who could trade some assets, Jersey got the assets. Um, yeah, they're in rebuild, so, so. It's not unfeasible. Now, a guy like Dubois on, the Jer- on Jersey makes a huge difference to their team as well. This, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying rebuild complete by any stretch, but man, no, that's, but that's a mean, big chunk to sign off, right? Big, I mean, the compete level goes way up. Hundred oh. percent. He's 
he's amazing. I honestly didn't know how good he was because, I mean, you don't see him as much, you know, as some other teams. But obviously seeing him this summer, I was just like, wow, he's actually a lot better than I thought he was. Like, then I give him credit for, I should say. So here's the trade details, what I, what I, was, what I was saying. It would be Pierre-Luc Dubois to New Jersey for Pavel Zatka, Damon Svervinson, defenseman, and the first round pick in 2023. Is wow, that's a big payment. That's a big payment, but again, it's, uh, yeah. it's a young stud, right? So that's uh, Dubois's contract. That's what I was just going to ask. What does he have? He's at five million now, I think, currently. How many years was he? Or yeah, once he got left. No idea. I'm Googling here. Oh, look, like Sportsnet five hours ago, five potential trade destinations. So, like, he's on a chopping block, definitely. Um, He's good till next year, after next year. Yeah. 21, 22. Okay, so they do get a year, but then they got to try to sign on me. This year. Ooh, I can't hear what you said. Said. He said. He cut out. Yeah, we lost you. Yes, sir. Get your back, bud. Yeah, so RFA after the contract is up, though, so still team is in control. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's time. only he's only signed for five mil right now, though. So like, he's gonna probably want to get paid. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. he only signed it. a two year. Hey. Yeah, I th- and and which makes sense if he didn't like playing there. Right. Oh wait, he must. He just mm-hmm. signed it. Like, did he? Oh, that's like recent. Yeah, that's like recent. He signed it this season. Okay. Well, then that makes even more sense. If you don't want to be there. Yeah, 2021 um, and twenty. Yes, he signed a little bridge deal, I guess, just to get maybe just to get into training camp. I bet. It's a tradable deal too. Oh, big time. Yeah, for sure. I, that's definitely what it was for. Signing date December thirty first, twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't foresee him anything other than a number one center in the league. So, oh, yeah. what's the going rate for a number one center in the league? I mean, you got to have a top end, <laughs> top end prospect. Zaka is certainly in the top tier, uh, depending on the team who he's playing with. Uh, a steady first top four pick. defenseman in Damon Servison and a first round draft pick. I, I overall. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. Uh, if that trade happened to go through, then I'd be very keen to see where New Jersey's, where New Jersey would land given. I mean, they got a, a Hughes as well. I mean, they they've got they've got yeah. a couple of first overall picks, right? So I mean, uh, Subban still done. They got there. Mercer too, Dawson Mercer. They just got Andreas Janssen from us too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, forgot about that. How did I forget about that? Yeah, yeah good young player, yeah. up six forward. Posted yeah, right. Like he's probably gonna. Team. So he's probably gonna slide in place. right into like the. He'll be right on the top line if that trade ever, like if that happens, like you know he's going to be. You know what I mean? Obviously, but like, is where where's Lafreniere and all those guys playing? Like, I haven't even watched. Obviously, their first game is probably right now. No, but I mean, um, not Lafreniere. What am I trying to say? Dawson Mercer. I don't know why I said Lafreniere. Dawson Mercer. Like, is he playing, or did they just did he like make the cut? Anyone know? Don't think so. I think he's had it for no. a more year. Yeah, yeah, I figured so. I was still a bit young. Yeah, uh, he got. He, well, he's a great looking young player. Um, I don't think he's he's shown top, a top six ability yet. Certainly no, not in the NHL. Um, no. So until until he puts in a little, little more work, I, I think that's where you're going to sit with him. So back to the main question, though. 
my bottom yeah. my bottom pair in uh, all things being equal and no trades happening, I'm still taking picking Jersey to finish in the bottom bottom echelon of that lead, that round or that division with Buffalo. That's a hard division, right? It I is. It Buffalo, is. Buffalo and New Jersey. Jersey Buffalo is my picks. Uh, Buffalo's gotten better, no question. They'll still cause the least fits as per usual, but yeah. they're not in the same division anymore. They're not going to play anymore, so we won't have to worry yeah, about that. Yeah, that's true. That's Thanks true. No Lee. more Jack Eichel. Yay! <laughs> God, I hate that guy. I know. But, uh, what do you think, Dan? You got any, any thoughts on your top two in that division? Andrews is uh, they got probably the best goalie tandem in the league. This new kid that they got. He's uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's the next elite goaltender coming up. Who's that now? Who's that? Who you talking about? Um, how do you pronounce his name? Hold on. What team are you talking about? I, I missed what you said. Rangers. Oh, Shusterkin, is it? Shusterkin, yeah. There you Something go. Like yeah, yeah, I think uh, oh, yeah. we talked about that goalie tandem. It's going to be uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah. Yeah, no, and this is why this is why the Rangers jump off the screen at me. I'm like, uh, too much good going on there, not to be good, but potential and actual results, two different things. So I'm kind of going to give them a year off and say maybe not play playoffs, possibly. Uh, top two, certainly not. I don't think. Um, hard to say. I put them up there. No, that's why we're chatting. I like it. So yeah, who you got? Who you got yeah. with the with the Rangers? Who else? Rangers and uh, Washington. Nice. Nice, nice. Kylie, what are you thinking? Uh, God. Do I go to hell if I say I think Boston might still finish pretty top, like one of the top teams? Yes, you do. <laughs> right? yes. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I know Boston did lose like Tori uh, Krug, and I mean, they lost their, their captain. So, but they gained some in, in, in you know, I don't know. Uh, I want to say the Rangers. I want to say Philly is going to do good this year. I don't know why. I just feel like good, but I like it. <laughs> I, yeah, like I feel like I don't know. Just seeing them last year, and I don't know. I feel like I'm going to say Pittsburgh. No, I'm not saying Pittsburgh. I'm not saying Pittsburgh. Mm-mm. There's too many good teams in that division, though. That's like why you I have Washington. Next. That one is so tough. You have man. Washington. You have you know, like you got you got Ovi. You got Crosby. You got you know, oh my God. Okay. Um, I'm going to say in that division, I'm going with Washington and Philly. I'm sticking with Philly. Washington Don't know Philly. why. I just feel Philly. All right. Let's move on to the central. Let's talk about the central. Central is an interesting one. Uh, it's not nearly as, as talent uh, laden as the East. We're looking at uh, Carolina. This is in no particular order and is actually in alphabetical order. Uh, Carolina. Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, Tampa Bay. So for me, the obvious bottom dweller would be Detroit. Um, Mm -hmm. That is a a given. Um, Next up from that, it gets a bit dicey. Um, A lot of mediocrity in in the central. Um, Chicago, I think, has gotten worse missing Taves. That's that's a yeah. As a no that's, that's, yeah, for sure. How's the COVID fallout going to affect Dallas? I mean, they got all their, their team is basically laid up for two weeks. Yep, absolutely. I don't know how that's going to affect things on a, on a sprint. Uh, Florida is always question mark. Nashville is always question mark for me. So 
just gonna take crapshoot. I'm gonna say in the bottom, uh, Chicago, Detroit. I don't like anything Chicago's done recently at all. No. So, um, at the no. top, Tampa Bay, no brainer. Coming out of the Stanley Cup without Stankos, uh, they haven't gotten any worse. Um, great young talent. I really like what Tampa Bay has to offer. As for who's next, I'm gonna say oh, Columbus. I really like Columbus. Columbus is one of those teams who brings it every night. I think it's driven by the coach. I mean, I wouldn't be able to play for the guy. I'd, 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 I'd be fired. I know. The time. <laughs> but I think I, I think this is their year to make a make a step forward again. They've been mm-hmm. on the So, my two Tampa Bay, Columbus. Uh, what are you thinking, Kylie? Okay, I'm gonna go out there, and I want to say I think Nashville might do something this year. Just, I mean, they got Roman Yossi. You know, didn't he win the Norris? Am I right in saying that he won the Norris? Uh, like re- in recent years, he definitely year did. He did, yes. Um, he definitely right. did. You know what I mean? And they Fantastic. have really good defense. Like they have a couple like other good guys that are back in their defense, and then of course they they have good offense too. So. I think Nashville might do something this year. And, of course, I have to go with Tampa Bay just being the reigning cup winners. Um, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay and Nashville, honestly. I like the Nashville selection. Like I so said, they're, they're, they're always mediocre. Uh, can they yeah, make I just big question. Yeah, I just feel like this year could be the year of, I don't know, not underdogs, but the teams that you're not really expecting. Just because this year is such a different year, everybody's healthy for the most part. Everybody's had such a big break. I don't know. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a different year, I think. I honestly do. Mr. Chad, what are you thinking, man? Central division. By the way, your hands over the camera. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. Um I'm gonna go Okay, you said Tampa Bay. We got that much. Oh, you're back. It's like it comes and goes, hey? Yeah. I'm like not far from the router. Anyway. There um, you go. You're back. The uh, second team, I'm going to go with Carolina. Got, yeah. I've been looking at them and I'm, you know, in a few fantasy bowls and I'm just keep on looking at the team. I'm like, I think they are as potent. I'm going to go with those two. And bottom is easily uh, Chicago and Detroit for sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I agree. All right. We won't beat that division up anymore. We got one left. That's the West. One left. Yeah. West West is an interesting one. This one's going to be, yeah, this one I think is going to be tough for sure. Like it's going to be hard to pick who's the top for sure, I think. Exactly. This is the division I think which is most. That the, yeah. most talent ridden when it comes to the upper echelons um picking yeah, the top agree. four in the west is even tough let alone top two um carly give me your bottom two in the west first we'll talk about the bottom of the west. uh well i'm gonna have to go with probably the california team sadly yeah. san jose and la and i mean you could probably even throw minnesota in there but they're probably a little bit better than the cali team <laughs> it's funny hey like five years ago you would have been like Oh my God! Right? It's like, I, I know Carlson's probably going to be healthy this year. So San Jose will probably be a little bit better this season than they were last year, but they also just lost Jumbo Joe. So yeah, 
Oh yeah, he, he's, yeah. He's, a, he's a room leader. He's experienced experienced hand. There's a reason why the Leafs picked him up. When I look at at the at the West, I'm so used to drafting hockey pools, for example. I'm thinking I'll get some guys out of California, get some of those those big name talents. But you look at the roster, the Kings, for example, it is pitiful. I mean, let's, no just, let's assume let's assume that Kopitar, uh, Jeff Carter. Uh, Dustin Brown play at a level that's even remotely close to their Stanley Cup days. Even if they did, they don't that's stand it. a chance. Like they yeah, don't. Even in this division, like they didn't even help them one bit <laughs> by <laughs> no. putting them in that division, right? No, it's 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 it's, it's, it's kind of uh, sad. It's gonna be a dark year for for Los Angeles fans, which is no, not great. Um, my next pick for bottom. Mm, I looked at San Jose, but I said, no, they still got some good young talent. Um, I don't like Arizona. I, I don't. Well, a lot of people have them high, higher on the list, making the playoffs even. And I just, I don't like the construction of the team. Uh, I'll always forever be a Phil Kessel fan. Do I think he's going to help them in any way, shape or form? No, negative. I don't think he will. Um, I don't think they have the players that mesh well together. They kind of threw a team together. And I, I just don't like teams. So I'm going to pick them to finish bottom two. I'm probably going to be proven massively wrong on that. But that's my bottom well, two. Jared, I, think I, I kind of agree with you, though, honestly, because when you look at the other teams, like Minnesota is definitely probably better than Arizona. So you're probably right, Ryan, like, honestly. Total crapshoot anyway. Uh, Who knows? <laughs> any of these teams are one goalie injury away from finishing in the bottom. 100%. Right. So, Chad, what do you think about the bottom in the West? I'm going to go with the, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Minnesota and uh, LA. Yeah. Okay. So we're all yeah, across definitely. the board on LA. Now the yeah. fun part, Chad, top two teams in the West. This is the hard one. Oh, Colorado, 100%. That's, yeah. Uh, well, I'll be lucky if anybody beats them this year. I think so. And, uh, between St. Louis and Vegas, it's just a toss-up. I don't know. I'll go with St. Louis over Vegas, but I could be super wrong right there. Fair. Kylie, up two. Uh, I got to say Colorado, obviously, for the top, just because it's like they got something to prove, and I feel like they can do it. Um, and then I want to say Vegas, but I kind of want to say St. Louis just because I don't know. Like they lost Petrian, Petrian, blah, Petrian Angelo. I can't say his name right now, but they gained Tory Krug, uh, like St. Louis. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't they know. The they, got Mike, they got Mike Hoffman too, didn't exactly. they? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's a real toss up until I see like a few games. It's going to be hard to really pick. I guess it all depends if they mesh really well, but I'll go with Colorado and Vegas. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Colorado and Vegas. My question with, with Vegas is, do you remember when the San Jose Sharks went out and traded for Eric Carlson? And Eric Carlson was going to come to San Jose and be the savior of defense along with Mark Edward Blask and Brett Burns. Is Vegas going to find a situation where they've got a elite level defenseman who doesn't play an elite level game in their system? That's what I'm curious to see because Petrangelo is... I mean, Eric, well, for starters, Eric Carlson is every bit as good of a defenseman when he signed his contract in San Jose as well. Petrangelo, Petrangelo yeah. was when he was trade when he left St. Louis. The question is, is he going to fit in Vegas in that system? I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I that's what I'm questions around when you move superstars around like that. This, it doesn't always work out. Tosin I mean, look back at to 
that's exactly what I was just going to say. Like, I know Tyson Perry wasn't on, like, their level even, but he definitely performed way better elsewhere than he did in Toronto. So it just depends on meshing well with their teammates and systems and just everything, I guess. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be a tough division, and it's going to be – it's hard to choose right now without seeing any of them play. Yeah. But I guess that's why we're going to do it and look back on this in a few months and see how wrong we were. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, it's, it's Anaheim and the Islanders in the final. Detroit versus Ottawa. Like. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, my, my top two, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Colorado. I'm, I'm all for Kadri lifting the cup and, uh, I'm picking St. Louis because I don't think they've upset their team too much. I think they've added a piece in Mike Hoffman who's going to pump in, I think, in a 52-game season, playing with Ryan O'Reilly. I don't think 25, 30 goals is out of the question for Mike Hoffman. I really don't. Um, I hope that's the case because I really like Mike Hoffman. I'm, I'm I like playing the AHL. I thought he was amazing. So. It's just like Ottawa days or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Hoffman fan. He signed a really nice contract there, a short one four million bucks i think i think that there's, there's less questions around the blues than there is around uh the golden knights so that's my top two so it leads us to our last and final question i think that's all i had anyway stanley cup predictions when it comes to top two who are we looking at so we've we've already decided between the three of us colorado is is kind of like that team everybody thinks is going to make i think and i think we're yeah. all in agreement to that so who who falls in who out of, out of all these top tier teams we talked about because oh. the beauty with the, with the playoff format this year i don't know if you guys reviewed it but obviously we all know that uh the top two teams or top four teams in every division play the first two rounds after mm-hmm. the first two rounds are over everyone's reseeded based on where they the re- yeah i was trying to i was trying to understand it actually I was reading yeah. it earlier so yeah they're so, being reseeded hey and then it's one versus four two versus three yeah so it's completely possible to at least run into tampa bay and boston in the playoffs <sighs> Close. <laughs> Honestly, though, you want to know something? I think if the Leafs ever had to face Tampa Bay, I think they could take them. Well, I, think, I, think so. I think the Leafs could take Boston if they get their heads out of their ass. Yeah, true that. But there's the whole Boston thing, though, I feel like it's like in their heads. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like this like mental thing now. I think yeah. any game seven is like if they get to the playoffs, which they they will. Um, I hope that they just win in six or whatever, or lose in six for that matter. Like, don't go to game seven, please. Don't do that to us again. Yeah. No. I think I we deserve to see this next first round. Should they we do. Deserve like, the first two rounds, sweep them. <laughs> like, yeah. Please, guys. <laughs> yeah, but, was... uh, definitely Colorado. But um, what if Colorado does, like, the whole Tampa thing did and, like, completely – shit the bed and not even make the playoffs can you imagine if that happened it's possible like, what if they're, right what the if there's like a takes. bunch of or a bunch of illnesses or injuries or whatever and they just completely crap who knows nope. but uh <laughs> i feel like i want to say a canadian team just because i don't want to jinx us but and i don't want to say toronto because i don't want people to say that i'm biased you but are. I want to say Toronto. <laughs> it's like me. I'm so, I mean, I'm going to have to say Toronto and Colorado Cup Final. Yeah. Good Lord. I don't know if I'd live through that. I'm, I'm going to not say that because I'm going to try not to be a homer, even though I, I, I hope that's the case. I really do. I'll um, be the homer of the channel. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Um, 
if I had to choose someone to to walk into the playoffs along with Colorado, are they in the same division as Tampa Bay? That's the question. I don't remember. Um, no. I think no. there's the divisions, right? So that no, would be my take. Uh, returning cup champions, they haven't changed their team that much. If anything, they've True. maybe even gotten a bit better with Stamkos healthy and everything else. I'm gonna they're out, but day. they're without Cooch, aren't Cooch they? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's a large piece, no question. It's, that's they, a definitely. But I mean, look what they did without they did with that last year without Stamkos. They're always without one of them, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, my take. It. So you uh, you riding the, the Homer train too, there, uh, Mr. Chad? Yeah, hundred percent. I like the Toronto. veterans that are going to drive the drive the train. All right, yes, here I changed my decision. Toronto and Colorado. <laughs> 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 awesome, I mean, guys. You can't like jinx it though. Like you yeah. feel bad. Like when I play pro line, like I can't bet against the Leafs. And then I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Because the one time I play, I play pro line, they lose. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. Betting, betting on Every Toronto time. Is, is like, like Murphy's Law. <laughs> it'll set your money on fire. Like just throw your bank card out the window. Gone. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we'll call that a wrap. What do you think? I think that went back actually pretty fun. good. Yeah, lots of I fun. Like yeah. it. That's true. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, Let's keep doing it. 